Let's begin with the following questions. 1. What is culture? 2. What's the difference between values and culture? 3. How would a new hire one week into the company describe your company's culture? 4. Who owns the culture of the organization? 5. What are the practices in your family which represent your family's culture embodying its values? Hi, my name is Chintek. Thank you for pausing from your business to listen to my podcast. Culture needs to be taught, not assumed. I hope by the end of this episode, you will agree and begin to take some specific actions on your organization's culture. Language. Culture is simply how we get things done in the organization and how work gets done between people. Culture is a manifestation of the organization's core values. Values are typically not on display for any individual or an organization in terms of behaviors. For most organizations, values are usually displayed on the wall in the reception area or the main conference room. Values are intrinsic and usually surface when making decisions, especially the tough ones. Culture is the practices that reinforces the values. Culture is not just how things are done in the organization, it should include the following. 1. To differentiate and be a competitive edge. 2. To hire right and weed out the wrong hires. 3. To communicate to customers how your people deliver to promises consistently across the different divisions or the world. In my observations, most global or regional organizations end up with subcultures. From my 16 years of leadership coaching and business consulting with my clients, primarily family businesses, values are more focused than culture, unfortunately. Culture is never documented or taught. However, I believe that culture is really an important component of any organization. Unfortunately, for most organizations, they stop with the values posters on the wall. Culture is the right practices we need to be doing on a daily basis, i.e. habits, which bring about positive impact to the people and the organization. Practices include meetings, communication, problem solving, and how we work with each other to deliver promises to customers. Culture needs to be taught, not assumed. Remember, don't just stop at putting values posters on the walls. Convert the value statements or acronyms into prioritize observable behaviors. Make those prioritize observable behaviors into habits, one at a time. Develop a set of practices, processes, systems to reinforce the habits. Teach those practices within the first 90 days of any new hires to transition them from their previous culture. Hold the C-suite accountable for the culture as much as strategies and results. Lastly, Discipline is the key to great culture. Behaviors need to be applied on a daily basis, requiring discipline to become a habit. Hire the right people with a strong self-discipline to follow the expected behaviors and practices. 
When the culture is strong with the right people, the less you require bureaucracy and hierarchy. Bureaucracy, as stated by Jim Collins in his book, Good to Great, is to compensate for incompetence and lack of discipline. To close, culture is not set aside from the business strategies. It is not an afterthought. Culture is a set of practices that will and should lead to the achievement of strategic priorities, which will meet the vision of the organization while living its core purpose. Thus, who before the what? Hire the right people who to achieve the what, which are the strategic priorities. The right people need to go beyond the fit to culture, but those who will add to and complement the culture to make it stronger as a competitive advantage. Ensure your core purpose strategies to achieve vision and culture are connected. Thank you and be well.